Sick. Sick. <laughs> hey, ahoy, me hearties. That's what Gordy just said in the uh, Rockfin chat. I feel like that's a great greeting. Ahoy, and welcome to Vibrant, episode 14, <laughs> with the false reality check, fiery power couple, Buffalegos. <laughs> kind of irked, though, that you didn't make your sign-in name on StreamYard Buffalegos. So, oh, man, since I, I named you that and all... That's true. Can we change yeah. that? Yeah, now? can we change it right now? You gotta back out and come back in. Oh, so man. Ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> hey, so what's up, y'all? Nothing much. Yeah. How Just are you? Living life, um, man. Stoked to have you on one of my shows finally for the first time. It's like at the point where I get excited about somebody and want to have them on, then I have to wait like two months sometimes. Just <laughs> scheduling you're a busy man yeah. you're a busy man yeah this has been a few months in the making for sure huh yep since you had me yeah. on false reality check which is a really fun conversation but since it's your first time on the channel and there may be some people that are new to you too why don't you talk about your show and why your buffalo and legs and uh, maybe <laughs> give us your sun signs let's find out more about y'all oh man Oh, do you want to take? Do you want to take it away? Yeah, sure. So uh, we're false reality check. I'm Buffalo, and she's legs. Um, obviously, those aren't our names, but those are the names we choose to have. <laughs> and um, we just host a show about us escaping California. We're actually in Idaho now. We're in the promised land, and we're just trying to become more self sufficient and get to know really cool people like Chance and Lindsay, and you know the spiders, and just having good conversations because. That's how we learn. That's the best way we learn. So yeah, we felt that authenticity was lacking in today's society, and we wanted to come out, be ourselves, maybe um, inspire others to live the life they truly deserve. And that's what we're we're doing right now. We're striving to find what we want yeah. in life, and um, filled with intention and purpose. Yeah, and I named him Buffalo <laughs> because. Well, Buffalo Rambler, because um, when he's on mushrooms <laughs> and <laughs> we're out in nature, dude rambles. I don't shut the hell up. He just rambles. So, um, and it's hilarious. And he loves Buffalo. So I was just like, oh, Buffalo Rambler, that's your name, you know? Yeah. And then Legs, you gave uh, oh, me that name. Because uh, she was hiking in shorts and I was like, hey, Legs, <laughs> that's it. So she's got nice cams. So <laughs> what can I say? There you go. What can you say? Yeah. That's I bring us down. I put the Buffalegos in the, the I was trying to show the actual channel art I made and I took everyone away, but there's a <laughs> buffalo, but it's an Asian or an African buffalo. Turns out bison <laughs> and buffalo aren't the same thing, I learned. No. And then there's the legs emoji. Just like on your t-shirt, you guys have a cool merch store going now. But we didn't catch your sun signs. I happen to know you're both fire signs, which means we got a fire triplicity here, right? Yes. Sagittarius. I am Aries. Yeah. Sagittarius is coming. December is coming. Are we already there? Yep. This is the first vibrant in the sign of Sag. And because Sagittarius is IC, I wanted to ask you both. If there's anything that you see more clearly about life or yourself since you made your big move. Oh, wow. Um, my, let's see, my third eye 
has opened up immensely. I feel like uh, my connection, my meditations have gone more intense uh, since we've gotten out of the city environment, out of our corporate jobs. Um, I feel like I'm able to really focus on my spirituality and becoming, I don't want, I don't know, just light, you know, the light being that I'm supposed to be. Um, and I'm learning for myself that I need to slow it down. <laughs> it's a very slow pace out here. Legs want to move quick. <laughs> I do. I want to work, you know? Um, so I'm just getting into that groove of slowing down patience, you know, I'm learning a lot from that. Yeah. I think patience for me, that's the thing. Cause I, we were so used to like, go, go, go. I mean, we lived in Orange County. It's, you know, right next to LA County and you know how Southern California is. It's just constant traffic, constant honking It's all <laughs> over the place. And it's really toxic. And to come out here, three cars go down the road. That's a traffic jam. Like that's like too many people. And it's, it's crazy. We, we live in a place that's like, <laughs> it's probably like 0.0000001% of like the population <laughs> where we came from. So, and everybody is just super nice. Everybody will give the shirt off their back to help you and clothe you if, if you need it, you know? And it's just, it's, it's a much tighter sense of community because people really need each other out here. So I think we needed that. And I think patience with people, just kind of understanding them going to help us out quite a bit that's what i need to learn for sure yeah well dude that's aries <laughs> like the whole life lesson is hold up hold up hold up you don't have to jump right into the next thing before this thing's done right like i <laughs> oh, feel yeah. you that's my life i'm a kid just constantly on to the next thing that's exciting the initiator and that's totally cool there's a that's a good role to play in the zodiac zoo but <laughs> the case thing that you were talking about i totally have been getting into that too like less happens in a day but the things that i do i do well and yes. i'm not thinking about what the next thing is as much like i haven't cured that in myself where i don't think about the next thing till i'm doing it like that would be really amazing if i could be so beyond caring about time that it's just like okay now i'm doing this and then i'm doing that but i'm not sketching out the entire day in my mind because that's where we yeah. trip ourselves up and get like into the i don't have time <clears throat> it's been a key thing to realize lately is that if you want to have time you have to take time instead of feeling like you never have it hell yeah so it's yeah. uh it's all a mental game time is perceptual i'm sure buffalo probably rambled about that all on mushrooms one time <laughs> i think i did actually <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like something I'd say, probably. Yeah, you're so right, though. It's, um, I've, like you said, I've been so used to go, 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 and we have our days planned out, you know. Oh, I got to submit this report. Oh, I got to do this. But it was always for someone else. And the time that I had for myself and for you and for Izzy, it was it was less in the day. And Izzy's now, the dog. Super great dog. Yes. 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 Izzy's our pup. Um, yeah, and now I can do the things I want to do. But at the same time, I feel like a lazy piece of crap because I'm not like, I'm so used to that corporate mentality still. I got to shake it, you know, and um, day by day it's, it's fading away slowly. Yeah. We do things for ourselves and I feel like we're taught in life to not 
take that as seriously as doing things for someone else when you get paid. And we really need to switch that around because if we did more things for ourselves, more people would be growing their own food, depending on their neighbors for help rather than, you know, seeking like big daddy, you know, government wants to come and help you. Um, it's never going to happen. Like just, we have to depend on each other and that's the whole thing. And on yourself first though, is what you made clear there, which is super clutch. You have this tagline on your website, awaken slaves or whatever. And well, the entire thing that the culture is pushing us towards and seems to have been for a while. And it's like the master plan is all lock stepping into place is that we all become each other's slaves. And then everybody yeah. is taking turns playing master and slave with each other. Like you're the slave when you're at your job, yeah. but then when you go out to the restaurant, you can treat the server like they're your slave. Yeah. And we're just, and we're all doing it for something fake that yeah. the, the currency we're using isn't even money. It's debt. So there's like, it's just like a double whammy, double reverse. It's pretty hardcore. But if we were all, even in a system where the currency was debt, if we were all taking care of ourselves first and foremost, <clears throat> nobody would need slaves. <laughs> you know, I'll just be taken care of. It all, you'd be doing your thing. And yeah, of course, relying on each other, but it's a lot easier. It's a lot more uh, harmonious to have reliance on someone who's self-reliant. Yes. You know, like otherwise you're just sort of, delegating it downstream which Aries hates to delegate but it is super important <laughs> for the initiator if they want to go start something else I want to say hi to the people in the chat on Rockfin we got Kabir Gordy Mooney Yuliana and Truthzilla podcast what's up what? fellow Rockfin oh, creator what? what's up nice and on Amen. YouTube Love side Stella Moon Slick Dissident Jenny B and if there's more of you out there sound off we'd love to hear from you and of course as always there's a vibrant call-in line on telegram that should be near the top of the live chat and i linked it in there if you haven't joined the uh vibrant call-in maybe you ought to because it's a great place to leave us a voicemail or pop a meme in there or ask a question to the people on the stage oh we got more people <laughs> signing off in the chat rachel so what's up laura k hey. what up good to see all of you and yeah that's it for questions i'm done I already asked all my questions to you guys. <laughs> uh, what are you thinking about? Oh, wait, wait. You know what it is? The other thing I wanted to bring up was a congratulations to the fact that you sold your house, that you're signing on the papers. Maybe I'm spilling the beans before it's like okay to do that, but you were just saying that things are moving. And you like, I love to hear that things are moving. Yeah. Yeah. We got, um, we got three offers and we decided to go with a, a couple who is married like us to maybe cherish that house and make it theirs. And it kind of worked out because before we left, we did a little ceremony in our house, you know, thanking it for sheltering us and appreciating it and cleansing the house. And then what we did was we asked that someone come in here and love it the way we did. And cause it's our first home, you know, we, we saved and we, we bought it together and we bought it before we even got married. And yeah. we just, uh, we wanted somebody to enjoy it the way we did because we had a lot of great times there. Yeah. And it turns out these folks are like, uh, they grew up in the city. We're from La Habra. They grew up in that city. Um, so they're trying to get back to their roots and it's, it just seemed perfect. Yeah. Bring them back to where they wanted to go. And, um, 
it was bittersweet. You know, it's, it was our first home and we had a lot of great memories there and it finally hit hard when the offer came through and that contract came through and it was just like, all right, we got to sign it. And I'm just like, now we really don't have a home. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, we're, we're squatting right now. The Buffalo's home is wherever it roams and it true. roams on that legs. Is, so that is true. <laughs> that is always going places. I should rephrase that. We, we do. I do have a home. We have a home. My home is him. Izzy, as long as we're together, you know, that is, that's where home is for sure. But um, yeah, I'm going to miss that house. It was uh, despite where it was located. It was a good time. And it was our first house for sure. Yeah. But good news. It's going to be off of the market soon. Hopefully I think they have like 17 days until um, I guess they can back out 17 days. And once 17 days passes, it's sealed and we're, we're good to go. So everybody out there, you know, burn your candles and send your (laughs) intentions that it goes to this family and that it all goes smoothly. I mean, I think it will. Have you noticed any of the maxim being true that, whenever you take the leap of faith to do the right thing, then unseen forces come to your aid. Yeah, I think so. Um, We definitely saw, or yeah, we saw and had a lot of synchronicities come through when we got here and having those moments and just reminders of where you're supposed to be. It does help. Um, You want to share, do you want to share? Yeah. Some of them. Yeah. I mean, like we got here, and uh, just like when we dropped off the U-Haul, the U-Haul guy, he uh, he told me, oh, you know what you should do? And he like suggested a couple different businesses. And I was already looking at starting something that the community here really needs because there's a lack of business. And so the two that he suggested was literally the same two that a family friend who came over the previous night had suggested. So we're looking into both of them just to see what we can do. But um, all the people that we know that like know our parents or met our parents. Um, we we went to go pick up some raw milk to make some butter and to also just to drink raw milk because it's really good for you. And um, the lady that we met, her husband's like the UPS driver. And apparently he already met my parents because they had come in a town to start, you know, getting this place ready. And they went out and gave him like a cold water because it was a really hot day. And they had a, they had like had a chat with him. I gave him the address and he's like, oh yeah, I think I met your parents. Um, your mom, your mom's not like, she has an accent. Right. And then your dad is from here or something. And right away, it was like, everybody just knows each other. And then that gave us the source for milk. And now we get eggs from her and we get cheese, all kinds of interesting goodies before we make it for ourselves. Yeah. And his wife is actually from the same area that we left from that we moved from. Yeah. So small world for sure. And there's a gentleman here that's going to be opening up a donut shop slash art gallery. That should be interesting. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work. But um, his wife, we we met up with them um, when we were walking Izzy, and his wife is from the same town that we grew up in. It's it was it's and crazy. she went to like one of the local high schools, like the competitor to the school that she went to. It was it was just kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. And the wildlife have been popping off. I've been seeing raptors like crazy. I saw a golden eagle um, yesterday, which was freaking rad. And then a bald eagle the other day. And um, we saw some falcon today. I wasn't sure. 
We're talking driving. about birds. Gordy's going to want to call me. Oh. <laughs> See my owl shirt, bro. I was thinking of you. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's been, it has been popping off in terms of, yeah, we should, we need to be here. We should be here. Um, despite current living situation, everything else has been going smoothly for pretty, sure. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So the temporary home may be not as cozy as the, holiday inn or whatever (laughs) (laughs) for sure yeah um i don't want to like shit on anything it's uh (laughs) it's really we have a roof over our head yes and we have food and it's just very snug when we're we're used to like having a place where we literally each had bathrooms we could use because we were the only ones in our house now we're sharing a house pretty much the same size less bathrooms with four people so it's a little, it's a little cramped, but you know, just getting your stoicism on. Yeah. That's all you can do. Demonstrating to yourself that you don't need anything other than the love of life and just love in general for it to be a good life. Right. For yeah, sure. 100. Yeah. No, that's, that's what I've been focusing on as of late. Just the love that we have and the positive outcomes that have happened so far and it's all going to work out for sure. Patience is key. And I've been, um, like I said earlier, we've been trying to be patient with the living situation. And uh, my t- one of my totem animals is the ant. And that teaches patience. So that came up. Um, constant reminders of just things will happen when they need to. And they will. Yeah. And you know, it's a little hard to be upset when you can like look out your window and see like 20 deer, <laughs> Yeah. you know, like deer are so they're like big puppies. You know, you can't really get mad at them. Awesome. We have a lot of them here too. Like in the woods near my house, whenever I'm going on walks through the paths there, you'll see so many of them. And it's like, they know that humans can't hunt in this spot. So they're just extremely bold. Same here. Yeah, they won't. They just like walk around. They'll stop traffic here, just like straight up. Not that there's traffic, but you know, when there is, like, when there's more than two cars on the road at once. (laughs) Exactly. But yeah, the raw milk has been fired. I'm calling the police. (laughs) (laughs) Last I checked, you should be put in a cage for that, right? Or the guy who sold it to you? No, it's not. It's not illegal here. Oh, nice. I don't think so. I don't. The empire hasn't stretched its iron. clad grip that far no the the legislatures and like town i don't know we call them councils i guess they're all part-time like they only work part-time because everybody has farms and ranches and they have things to do so it's like government's only around part-time really it's pretty great that seems so much healthier because a lot of what gets pushed that should have never happened it happens because Let's go, go, go. It's got to be now. We have to vote on it. And, uh, you know, it doesn't matter if not everyone's even present to think about it or had time to find out about it. Yeah, that's how they scammed everybody with Cootie's world. It was always just like a super rush to, like, make this next thing. And here's the deadline before that's going to happen. And then right when the deadline comes, they actually just cancel it because it was never lawful in the first place. But they were trick hoodwinking people into complying before the supposed law to comply it's wild okay so i'm gonna continue with sagittarius themed questions (laughs) (laughs) so 
14, which is the number of this episode, is the temperance card, and it's ruled by Sagittarius and by mm. Jupiter and Neptune. And actually, mm. in some versions of it, there's a lion on one side and uh eagle on one side. There's the raptor again. But I was right. and it was representing the fire and water side. But I was wondering for you guys, I mean, you don't have to get personal maybe and tell me what all your vices are, but <laughs> you know, what does temperance mean to you? Does it have to do with maybe temperance between the real world and the false reality on the screens or mm. temperance between like, you know, too many mushrooms for Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can have too many of those. <laughs> I think you're supposed to find out what too many. You'll is. think you had too many, but you'll be all right. <laughs> no, I think, um, yeah. Temperance is just, it has to, to me, it has to do with patience. Is that patience coming back around? but it's also moderation and trying to not do too much of one thing, not get stuck in too much of the same thing over and over again. Cause we can get these patterns and we get locked in where we just keep going and, and it creates this kinetic energy that we just can't stop. And then you never know, you're going to be like, you know, 56 years old doing the same thing every single day. It's probably not good for you. Like no. you need to vary it up a bit. You have to, change you have to add change and adversity in order to grow because that's the only way you know you're bringing out the guns chance i see the muscles grow <laughs> how do muscles grow you got to rip them up right <laughs> that's how it works yeah you lift heavy shit exactly no i agree um yeah temperance is is the patience thing um oh man i lost my train of thought i'm so sorry i lost my train of thought maybe it'll come back to me I'm too I'm your concentrating. To come back around. I was concentrating on the guns. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> See, I called it out. Uh, we all just, you know, grass is greener on the other side. You got legs, you got guns, whatever. <laughs> uh, hey, so Tommy Tickle says hello to uh, Chance Buffalo and Legs on Rockfin. What's up, Tommy? And hey, Beezus and Davin over there. Just like to say hi to my people, Melissa T. Kalik over on YouTube. And thanks everyone for joining us early tonight. It's a Thanksgiving special. Maybe, maybe that's why we did it <laughs> early. Maybe it's because there's something <laughs> up that legs is going to leave for <laughs> talk about that. Just got to leave early, but you know what I want to do now? I want to play this 30 second clip that uh, came back across my screen today because I feel like it's appropriate to false reality check so let's just watch this clip and uh see what it makes us think about mm. yeah it's cool to get on the computer but don't let the computer get on you it's cool it's cool to use the computer don't let the computer use you you all saw the matrix <laughs> There's a war going on in the battlefields in the mind. And the prize is the soul. Mm. So there it is. Yeah. The Damn. royalty himself. Oh man. He killed that guy. Oh, for sure. That's what I think. <laughs> oh, I think so too. I mean, all you need is the evidence that Rick and Morty made a joke about uh the 
the scientist formerly known as Rick or something <laughs> dying in an elevator like a week or two before Prince died in an elevator. Oh man. And then oh. I was no longer cool with Rick and Morty. Uh, <laughs> I, I liked it up until that point. Then I was like, yo, Prince was cool. Why is that? <laughs> I don't know. But let's talk about that. The, the war, the mind war. Actually, speaking of psychedelics, it was on psychedelics that I first recognized that that was going on, that there was a, literally there is another space yeah. beyond the reality that we normally perceive, and it's the mind. And that the mind that you have and the mind that I have is actually the same mind, yeah. but that we're these little receivers of mind. And we think that it's our mind and it's coming from us. And it is, but it's really like, also it's the I am. And that mm-hmm. sense of yeah. I amness before any identity that would be called ego, not the ego is like the enemy, but that that mind is actually one thing. And it is, there is some kind of war going on. And the question is, yeah. Yeah. is the mind at war with itself or has it been engineered to be at war with itself and it's at war with some other force? These are the questions. I was at, um, I was at a bass nectar concert when I realized that something. it wasn't oh my God. after that, that I found out <laughs> the bass nectar was part of the mind war. <laughs> he was total alphabet soup. intelligence. <laughs> he was a man. front man for it. Bass nectar was a collective, but yeah, let's talk about this. I know that this is a huge point around false reality check and you've probably learned some things since you've been doing that podcast to even further your understanding about the mind and the war and artificial reality, capital R reality. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's a, you got to find the balance. I mean, technology is great because we're able to do this. We're able to connect people across different States, different countries, have these conversations, but at the same time, don't let it consume you. Um, Man, we we were, I don't want to say locked into the matrix and escape the matrix because it's like, you know, there's a whole, there could be a whole inversion with that, with that word. But um, in our old lives, for me, I was so hooked into like Twitter and Instagram and I had to post like what I was doing all the time and just to try and keep up with friends. And it's when you get sucked into that you you're trying to fit this mold that's not even what you're what you are who you are and after mushrooms hit i had that realization that i i'm not the person that i thought i was i'm someone different i'm mostly keeping up with the joneses type mentality with my friends who i don't really have many <laughs> they kind of like backed away ever no, since we're you all went, friends you went though. crazy no no like all my friends like, are on screens too it's okay yeah <laughs> i'm thankful for this soul tribe and just this community that we've been able to be a part of but um yeah it's a delicate balance for sure and yeah what do you have to say about love? yeah i think i think the whole thing is i don't know if it's like the mind is battling itself mm. but i think that they want us to think that because Mm -hmm. they create like the duality when really if you look to truth which to to me truth is in nature you can see it in nature because nature doesn't lie you can see that it's it's not a duality it's like a combination it's direction it's 
you know, it's impermanence and it's permanence at the same time, you know, the, the leaves die, but the rocks stay. And even the the rocks can rot away with the right amount of water. There's your element right there. It's all kind of connected. And the battle with the mind to me, I totally get what you say. And I agree with like, it's like a receiver because in a way, yes, I think we're all just kind of receiving the mind, the mind that actually the one mind that exists, but we are little pieces of that experiencing things. And then we, from these experiences, we develop a little bit of an ego and we kind of, you know, we get attached to things. And I think the whole, my whole journey here is just to figure out how to kind of detach while attaching to the right things. Mm. And for much of my earlier life, like Blake said, I, I didn't really control my mind. I didn't really think too much. And yeah. I forgot who I, I think I was talking to one of our listeners. I, I sent an email to and I, and I let him know that before mushrooms, like I didn't know how much of an asshole I was. And Oh and man, I know. <laughs> I was an asshole. <laughs> At least now I know. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, oh man, totally avoided that going down that road too long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could say that as the receivers were also sensory apparatus mm-hmm. for that mind. So the filters that we have that make us unique also inform the one mind or the big self, yeah. what it is or what's going on right now, where the energy's at, where we're at, at the on the wave. So Whoa. it really helps out God a lot more for us to pay attention to the present moment and where we really are rather than just be wrapped up in our own mental programs and fallacies and artificial realities and poisonous worldviews. Because like, what use are you as a earth rover, like a Mars rover, like <laughs> earth rover or the divine? What use are you if you're not actually like scanning? Mm. What's it, what, are you, what are you doing? You're just poisoning it. Just like it's a, a bug. It's virus. Yeah. It's a virus in the uh, the collective consciousness in the God mind. So, yeah. Yeah. I like what you say. Yeah. When you hit that flow state, when you're with the right person, like we get so in sync to where I guess we can read each other's thoughts. You know, we he'll know what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling and I'll know just to look on his face, you know, I'll know exactly what he's feeling. And um, we're all connected. And when you get, you clear, clear up your, your con your conscious and, and uh, you're present, be present, be thankful. Every day I wake up and I'm just thankful. My great spirit, God, your allies. I, I just thank them for another day, another moment um, to be light and love. And when you're just living in that in abundance it just works. Life becomes magical yeah. for sure. Much more. It's almost magical. like you think that people think I should, I don't even have a reason to pray unless there's something to ask for, but the way yeah. that the more I've been doing it every day, it just feels more right to just be like, thank you for all that yes. already is there that I've got. And if there's anything that I feel lacking, instead of phrasing it, like, give me this, I think, I just thank for the fact that I am that I already am, even if I was feeling a lack. So, or that it already is affirming rather than requesting yes yeah i agree yeah it kind of <laughs> that kind of reminds me of that have you ever heard that george carlin thing where he talks about praying have you ever heard that 
I, I probably, should, I but like, you know, rehash it for us. Should have sent that to the telegram so you can put it up. But what he basically says is like praying is useless because there's God's plan, right? God has a plan. So why pray for anything? Like what's the, what's the point of having God's plan? If any schmuck with a $2 prayer book can change God's plan, is not right? making sense. What if what you want isn't in his plan? Is he going to change his plan for you? Then what's the point of being God? You know, like it's not going to work. So he's like, don't pray. Like, don't, it doesn't make any sense. But I believe like what you said, we should just affirm because we already are. We have what we need. We are what we need. And all the answers are within. And just to kind of track back, we were talking about that battle within. That battle is within. And you have to kind of overcome yourself to be a better person every day and make like an eternal progression happen and, and ascend to, you know, your higher self or a higher level of consciousness. And that battle always happens in your mind oh, yeah. constantly. Yeah. It, and they, they want to put you in different traps to distract you from that battle. But the, the actual core of your life is that one battle. And if you can win yourself, you won the game. That's how it works. Yeah, it's uh, like free will isn't about changing the plan. It's about learning to flow with the plan. Yeah. And it's also no plan. <laughs> like you don't need a plan anymore other than to intend to do what brings wholeness and balance in that moment. Temperance is about that. Yeah. Always balancing the elements. And so what it is that we do with the real free will, it's not that you have pure predestination it, or pure free will. It's like this amazing paradoxical blend of both where the free will is about how much do you want to like get with reality versus do you want to obsolete yourself with stagnation and then through that find out the hard way that there's no such thing as stasis it's just either you're growing or you're decaying so then you decay and uh, you're no longer a useful platform for big mind and it's just like all right we're gonna delete this one (laughs) (laughs) Not that you can't come back and like, it's all the same energy. It's all life force energy is what you are carrying your vessel. But yeah, this is a a really fun conversation. I think people are liking that Prince lyric from Rachel. Sacred is the prayer that asks for nothing. Mm. Yeah. Really great. And yeah, it's all about, it's all about seeing what you are and how can you, if what we're talking about is this mind or this life force energy that is the same for all of us, how can you give anything to that or take anything away from it? It's already all of it. I'm going to catch up on some of the stuff in telegram. For sure. Jenny B from her cool animal deck and spirit time to collaborate. I was thinking of that too. when you brought up ant because you guys are building together and that's so cool. And then uh, Gabriel posted this Gematria breakdown of Utah because he thought that's where you were. And he was like, oh, geez, look at it. <laughs> and I was like, no, actually, they went to Idaho. And then he was like, okay, Idaho, it's got 28 in there. And so it's like, there's a 14 for each of you. That's pretty cool. Dang. 28's been a number that, that occurs throughout my life. Like whenever I, you know, when they number you, like when you're a kid and they give you like little ID numbers uh-huh. in school, 28, like it's always ended in 28 or I've been like the 28th student in every class. So weird. Interesting. 28 is a major number. That's how many phalanges you got. It's a whole moon cycle. There's a lot to it. But hey, check out how relevant Jen's Buffalo spirit card is to what we were just talking about with prayer. The universe will provide. Wow. Bang on. And we got a a call in 
voicemail from Gordy, so I want to play that too. All right, Gordy. Gordy, let's hear it. I just wanted to jump in and say congratulations and pre congratulations to what's going to happen with the house. And uh, also, I want to just give all everybody out there my gratitude for this community keep being able to to bounce shit off of people keeps me sane because this is the most insane i the fuck do we do guys <laughs> love turning against each other like crazy and we're watching it fall apart it's very scary, but you know, we got truth behind us. Hold strong. You guys are good. <laughs> and I'm proud of you guys. Every single fucking one of you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Gordy. Preach, Gordy. Oh, Gordy. I love oh, you. I love Gordy. He's awesome. <laughs> so he's coming to a, a false reality check episode near us, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. I forgot. Any I don't know what. about it. We. Yeah. It was fun. It was a fun conversation. Of course, birds were involved. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. <laughs> but um, no, we just uh, we just talked a little bit about everything. Just in culinary alchemy. Yeah, it was just a fun conversation. No, like set agenda. You know, it was just we just talked. Whatever came to mind, it was good flow. Um, he shared some synchronicities in his life, a little bit about himself. We, we really wanted to get to know him more. Um, and we didn't dive as deep, apparently, as we could have. So next time he comes on, we'll, we'll go deeper. For sure. Apparently he was holding back on us mm-hmm. for the sake of our listeners. <laughs> That's pretty clever strategy, Gordy, to get yourself on a second episode with him. <laughs> I want to come smart. back too. He's a smart man. You can come back anytime, Chance. Anytime you want. Okay, we'll welcome. do that. Yeah, there's we're, always more to talk about. We're setting up our, our calendar um, and like booking dates with people, and I believe Rachel's coming on next. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's gonna be fun. Cool. Shout out to Rachel. It's just amazing how, thanks to being connected on Telegram, we're all just really collaborating and creating. It's, it's like an organic podcast network without an yeah. official website yeah <laughs> yeah that's so true it it's feels awesome. so much more real than not that i have anything negative to say about any particular podcast network but when you know the point is to just conglomerate a bunch of shows under one website a lot of times there's not a lot of like natural magnetism between the shows you're just the, you're just there for the show that you care about or whatever but we're like cross-pollinating our people constantly <laughs> and all rising together and it's very very cool it's the guild guild wars right now for sure yeah and i'm thankful we're in this guild because this is the only guild i want to be a part of um the fear-mongering guild i'm over it you know it's time to get together and get solutions and work together as a community because we can you know the system's broken let's not try to fix it let's just create our own yeah there's gonna be a new world order anyways let's make it ours (laughs) see that's how i feel too it's like is it the great reset or the great work which Mm -hmm. one are you gonna do great we get to choose that 
And hey, so how long you got legs? Um, let's see. It's I have I got to get out of here in like 20, 18 minutes. Probably. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. So we got let's just call it fifteen, just to be safe. Sure. Uh, do you guys want a quick little like? divination about your process of moving and finding the, the house sure let's do it let's do it, it just Please. felt fun if you guys are into it yeah totally okay. all right we're gonna start with buffalo because he's the first on the sky <laughs> <laughs> all right this is very buffalo the wanderer oh man nice it's about traveling, adventure, movement, super Aries, pilgrimage, broadening her horizons. Um, and also it has this concept of aloneness, but I always like to point out that alone is the same as all one. Mm. And so that's the mind thing we're talking about, recognizing that you're always part of this larger thing. So the energy here is the fire, passionate, clinging fire energy. Elementally supported by the stillness, the mountain, mountain energy. So that's kind of like you guys moved out to some mountains, I think, or there's mountains nearby, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we yeah. can we can walk to them. We're pretty high elevation compared to where they were. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're on. Yeah, the so this this card is just affirming that you know there's going to be more movement and adventure in life. That's going to be part of what it is, and then the Iching card for legs i was pulling my own card right now you did too okay let's all do it all right revolution so like these are Whoa. both for both of you because you're working together closely but this is the, literally the card of the great work it's, that's Whoa. why there's a phoenix rising from the multiple faces of all the people wow. that are actually this one spirit or this one mind is emerging out of our tribe because we're all getting in harmony with that spirit so mm -hmm. it actually has a way to manifest on the dimension instead of just like sputtering and barely coming through just a few people at a time individually oh, so you guys are both become like you're both embodying the wanderer but also this quantum leap giving up the old to make way for the new and the elements here is the lake or joyous so the pink supported mm -hmm. by the clinging of fire so the joyous or the lake is about multiple possibilities as about the multiplicity of life's expressions. So this is definitely a card that would suggest that it would be good for you to put your passions in more than one place. Like it fits with the wanderer in that sense, because that the wanderer is about broadening horizons and revolution is about embracing infinite possibilities. That's what makes it quantum. That it doesn't have like it doesn't have to happen one way for you. It's all gonna come through every aspect of your life. <laughs> <laughs> like the the goods, I mean, like the passion. That's awesome. Like every part of your life can be passionate, not just one part. For sure. <laughs> yeah, I pulled prairie dog. Oh, you got the same deck as me. I did. Yeah, you got a nice <laughs> new copy. Mine's all banged up and ancient. I That's know, like, I had to. I had to get, I love, I love the deck and I felt like uh, it was a good start for me to choose this Oracle deck. So I'm happy with it so far. Yeah. Tell people what the deck is out there that might be interested in like, you know, talk about your, your connection to it. That's a really, really cool deck. 
Yeah. So. Oh, and Prairie Dogs Retreat, by the way, which is definitely yes. like where you're at right now. You're in the hiding <laughs> hole, planning your next tunnel. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. Um, the cards don't lie, as, as you say. Um, so it's the medicine cards. I actually got this off of the website for that the author um, has. So he was able to send the cards, got this the book with it, you know. Um, he even signed it for me, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I, for myself, I feel, and I've said this before, I've had, I have a really strong connection to nature, to wildlife, and they seem to just find me whenever I'm down, whenever I need a refresher as to what's important, you know? Um, so I was like contemplating what kind of deck should I get? I knew it had to be something animal related. And ever since I caught eye of your, like your first Oracle reading that you did and you were doing it on Telegram um, way back, way, way back when, and you pulled these like beautiful cards and I loved the artwork and just the stories behind them. And um, I felt like I had to do it. If it feels right, go for it. And that's how I've been living life so far. And it's been working. <laughs> yeah, you said that the Oracle read felt like they were for you. That cracked me up. It was trippy, man. Like <laughs> we're all going through. It's because it's sky clock stuff. Like we're all in the actual flow of the real life force energy. So the thing applies to all of us together. It really does. Yeah. And then Buffalo got a really complicated deck. Yeah, I really I have a lot of reading to do. <laughs> I haven't even shuffled it yet. I got the Heindel deck. Oh and, yeah, that's the one Lindsay uses. Yeah, it's just so awesome because it it kind of goes through different spiritualities. It has runes, it has Kabbalah, it has the I Ching, it has um, there's like Native American symbol, symbols in there, the zodiac symbols, and then if you like read the story behind Heindel creating this this deck, he painted each thing separately at different times, but they all flow together, and he he like channeled what each card wanted to be represented as. So it was pretty interesting. And, you know, Lindsay was like, oh, this is supposed to be like the super complicated deck, but it's the one that I've always used. And I thought, well, if I'm going to go big, I might as well go home. So just go for the really hard one. So I'll figure it out. <laughs> I'll, I'll get through it, but it's just a lot of reading. <laughs> yeah. And it's still going to have an atavistic, like ancestor memory thing that activates and your intuitive side, it's a lifetime journey with any version of tarot. There's always mm -hmm. more to know about the symbolism. If you think mm -hmm. you've got it all figured out, probably don't. But <laughs> I learned uh, really well from Tessarion's Path of the Fool series for the major arcana. And then the minor, that's like a whole different thing. It's numerology. It's the actual imagery on the card that kind of matters depending on which deck you're using. Mm -hmm. Minor arcana feel a little more, well... There's like this weird blend between an actual esoteric system and Oracle and mm, Oracle cards yeah. from me are just the ones that you could have any, any 50 things on a deck of Oracle cards or however many there would be. And it's just, you're generating synchronicity by drawing mm. from it in that moment. But then tarot has this whole lesson of the sky clock deeply embedded yeah. in it. Yeah. But I'm going to draw a tarot card for both you two. Ooh. All right. <laughs> so. Whoa. Buffalo, this Whoa. is your happily ever after 10 of cups. Oh man. So this is, I guess what you're wandering towards. 
Yeah. The homestead. It's the kids. It's you guys happy. Wow. You got all that... of the treasure that you need, oh which is real wealth, real prosperity, the golden is cups. Fireplace on that on the house? Because <laughs> that looks like a fireplace. A, yeah, can't you tell there's a chimney on the house? So clearly they Damn, got a fireplace. Dude. Obviously. Yeah. That's that is... that's what you envision. Yeah. That is so accurate. Yeah, My you boy. guys. That's the card that's saying like, you're going to complete the journey of healing and the journey of love to the maximum. <laughs> oh, oh God. Oh, look at that. She just drew off. Oh of my God. <laughs> and you do it by both keeping your cup full. Here's the two of cups. It's both of you. This is definitely temperance, but between an actual male and female living being instead of the angel, this is a temperance card big time. So you keep the, the love to the max by both keeping your own cup of healing completely full at all times. So oh, yeah. bam, like, oh, love the didn't, Oracle cards. Didn't you pull that like this week? For this yeah, week, I did. That was right? part of the weekly read too. Oh, man. Two of cups was in there. So and so cool. was two of wands. Yeah, I, t- I drew two of cups twice in a row, actually. You did. <laughs> twice in a row on the divination <laughs> video from on Monday. Yeah, two days ago. So what I guess you, it still applies. What are you doing? So much flow going on. What are you right doing now. to us, Chance? It's the hot hands. Good lord. We've all got it. I want to see what Buffalo's got out of his Heindel. Oh, oh my gosh. I, I know. I need Just to put get the in. cap on it. I know. Go for it. I feel like I I feel like I have to bless my deck or something. You know, like ever since I heard Lindsay's scary story about what really <laughs> happened to her with her first deck, I I was like, holy crap i need to take this really seriously and all i do is i just take one of these and i go like that and i clear the deck that's hey. all you got to do selenite Bet- between He's- different clients like when there's a new client clear the deck in the beginning of the morning on the prayer altar pop 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 it's a good idea nice. i mean we have our piece of selenite maybe yeah. we should use that yeah we should Use that. Yeah, you All guys right. are fire type, you know, fire type Pokemon. Use those ones. <laughs> You're I know. Good at them. I found this uh, one of the um, the homework assignments for last week for Brighter You was finding various objects, manifesting various objects, an object to the north for the north, um, for the east, south, and west. And my object to the north that I ended up manifesting was this giant, like staff it could be like a wizard staff like i, I kind of want to dress it up and uh turn it into something good i don't it's in the other room i should have kept it in here but um yeah i was meditating and i asked uh, my allies to help me understand what my object to the north will be and i saw the image of a stick and so i was like okay maybe it's gonna be a stick and we're on our yeah we're on our walk we're on our walk with Izzy, and uh, it's just a beautiful day. Got the creek right by us, and I got this like feeling in my stomach that I had to pick up this certain stick, and it, it's pretty long. And I, I'm going to turn that thing into a staff for sure. Something. Put a piece of selenite on top. <laughs> I'm going to have to. Yeah, craft something cool, and then share it in our art daily art yeah. practice group yeah. that you're in. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't even talk about art yet, but I want to say that the staff is a really clutch idea because you're going to be in a colder climate. Mm -hmm. The reason, I mean, there's more than one reason, but in my opinion, number one reason Gandalf has a staff is because 
it keeps you electrically grounded even if you've got rubber soled shoes i mean gandalf's probably got leather shoes he's probably not fucking around but (laughs) right like if you use a staff it doesn't matter what type of shoes you've got on it has that grounding effect it earths you automatically right on i didn't even think of that yeah i grounded earlier um it was like 30 degrees outside yeah still frost on the ground just do your fire breathing fine I was <laughs> Did fine. you melt the snow around you? <laughs> oh man, I need to try that. The snow like already melted. There was some on the ground this morning, um, but the sun comes out and it's just like if it's not a heavy layer, it'll just melt right off. But um, yeah, I felt great. I love grounding in this cold weather. I, I didn't think I would adjust so quickly, but I'm digging it for sure. She's a winter for sure. <laughs> I keep telling her, I'm like, you're a winter person. I know. You I mean, are. she's a savage. it is correspondent to winter my time is now it is like almost your birthday or it just was or something birthdays come in december 13th baby so before you scamper off to brighter you why don't you tell us a little more about that give uh Lindsay's really cool new thing a shout out yeah so brighter you is a i'm doing the six-week course she's gonna have various um, lanes for the course but is that through her web her normal website Corey yes Sharman? yes Corey Sharman link that and right now we're doing the introductory course um, and it just helps you grow in your spirituality she's been teaching various meditation methods um, just we go deep during our class so usually like a couple hours and we the group is small, so it's very intimate. We get to talk to each other about what we're feeling, um, how the meditations went for the week, our homework, and just growing in that group. Um, it's been really awesome to see people transform, and myself also. And when I first started this thing, she uh, warned us all, like, you know, your your third eye is going to be opening up a little bit more, so you might get headaches and, you know, some weird stuff might happen to you. And I was just like, Phew that's weird. You know, I don't, uh, that can't happen. And sure enough, like as I started meditating more and grounding and just get really into it and yeah, I'd get headaches and, <laughs> and all the weird stuff would be happening. But um, yeah, if you want to grow in your spirituality and you need um, for me, I've always been a person that I need like guidance um, for certain things. And this has been a great opportunity for me to be guided by one of the best, Lindsay. She's awesome. Um, and she's teaching me a thing or two about fire breathing and and uh, just energy in general, how we're all energy and coming into our own spirituality. It's a great course. That sounds it. great. And um, did you do, yeah, you guys both did One Day of Brightness as well. Mm-hmm. We did. Great. We did it last time. I don't think we're signed up for this this winter one, but, um, yeah, that is also awesome too. If you can be a part of that. Yeah. Chance you healed us. So sure did. <laughs> yeah. sure did. You healed my toe problems. You healed my rib problem. Uh, <laughs> maybe if you guys talk about that, it would be really handy advertisement to anyone <laughs> the about getting sound healing with me. <laughs> Cause I swear it does something, even though we're not in the same room, I swear it does. Oh yeah. No, I definitely do. I, you know, I have my doubts, no joke. Like I I had heard about this before. I never tried it, but 
brighter everybody uh, one day of brightness you know we took it seriously we put our yoga mats down we laid on the floor we put the computer kind of out of sight but we could hear you and we heard the tones and it's weird i i suffer from like i, I got a broken rib uh from a bicycle accident when i was in high school and it never really fully heals and sometimes when you laugh too much i love laughing i'll like snap it again but i think i had snapped it like a day or two before because i was i was dealing with some pain and it just i don't know which tone it was that you hit but it just vibrated i felt it and then it was gone i didn't feel the pain anymore and then you had a toe thing yeah it's legit um the vibration comes through whether you're in the same room or via virtual, which is what we were going through. And whether you hear it or not, it's still there. We're all connected. And we were able to benefit from that. I was having like weird toe problems where my big toe was numb on my right foot for some reason. And I didn't want to get it checked out because of the whole, you know, cooties thing. And so no, no really, I didn't have an intention of, oh, that thing will be healed. It just... You focused on that area. I remember you saying you were focusing on our feet and our legs and it just came through. That numbness is gone and I feel great again, but I also need to roll. Um, yeah, you do. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. Chance, I appreciate you so much. And uh, Vibrant and everyone who's been watching, love you guys. Love this community. Um, take care of Buffalo while I'm gone. Don't have be tardy fun. to school. Is there have some fun with a little shack for both of you to do yeah. things at once? I'm just, I'm going to go into the other room and, <laughs> and sign on on my phone. So <laughs> thanks for but, being here. Liz. Yeah. We'll do it again. Call in to any vibrant that you ever feel like it. For sure. Love you guys. Have fun. <laughs> See you later. Love you. <laughs> okay, maybe. Give okay. Yeah. You guys obviously got a lot of love. I mean, to get 10 of cups and two of cups give me a break and you know what's fun about that is i drew it from the top of the deck to the bottom of the deck so the entire story of the tarot was encompassed between those two realities pretty badass that was pretty dope yeah i um i really really need to get into my tarot because just hearing like gabriel we had gabriel on the show and so he's gonna come on uh next i think not the next episode, maybe an episode after that. I was about to say, Gabriel, call in. I sent you the link, dude. Oh, man. <laughs> he knows so much. And I know he's very humble. Gabriel's a super humble guy. And he's he's like, oh, I haven't been doing it for that long. Well, buddy, you've got it. Like, he, he, yeah, you've got, got it. It's, it's coming from it. It's like it's just emanating from him, you know? So I, I get what he says, and I understand him. And uh, I, I think you guys really pick up what the deck wants to be um, revealed, you know, like what, what actually wants to be said. And I enjoy that a lot for both of you. Oh, we got to really thank you for saying that. And, uh, you know, just a channel with the intention to bring what's really there. And I don't think there's any wrong answers. That's why tarot or Oracle or divination works is because the wrong thing can't happen. It's God's plan. Whatever happened, that was God's plan. Right? For sure. However you want to conceptualize it. But check it out. Gordy shared his staff over here. Damn, that's really nice. That Real is nice looking nice. stick there, buddy. I'm hearing Dude. myself echo back. Is it possible that there's like headphones near Legs' mic or something? Or am I just crazy? I muted her mic, so you shouldn't be hearing anything from her. Maybe but... I should just not yell so loud. 
<laughs> I hear you just fine. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, also in the chat, Jenny B said she's making cookies while she's listening. Is that something that we're all going to have access to? The cookies? Because uh, Snake Jones wants to know. I want to know what kind of cookies they are and can I send you my address? Oh, man. Have you ever had pumpkin chocolate cookies? No, let's talk about that. Oh, that was one of the benefits of, you know, I hated my job. No joke. I really didn't like my job. I love the people, though. And one of the benefits was people can make some amazing, wonderful cookies. And every Christmas, we'd have pumpkin chocolate cookies. My boss would make, one of my bosses would make it. It'd be pretty dope. And I, I just miss that. I don't think I'll ever get it again. Not the same kind, anyways. But I can always make it. Yeah, dude, are you into uh, the cooking arts, the culinary arts that you talked about with Gordy? Also, okay, we got to confirm in the chat that there's a small echo. So whatever it is that's playing my voice in your system is also picking up on the mic, I think, if I had to guess. Do you hear me? I hear you, yes. Okay. It probably won't ruin anyone's life, but production hat chance wants it to be perfect. And then we're going to bring Gabriel in. Yeah, and you guys are like in a whole different place right now. It's not your normal setup where it's all crafted elaborately and perfectly. Yeah, we have some soundproofing issues. So like the thing, the wall, like check out the walls. Um, they are like paper thin, like literally they're wood paneling. It's a quarter, quarter inch thin. And I don't know how much insulation is in here because it's pretty freaking cold, like even with the heater going. And we have the heater off right now. So it's okay. I got my jacket. We're all good. All right, we're bringing Gabriel in. What I'm up, hearing gentlemen? the echo now. Oh, hey, dude. I'm going to make sure that Gabe didn't bring the echo. What up? <laughs> Much love, everybody. You looking comfortable? Yep. Chilling in the bed. So uh, what's been on your mind as we've been discussing the things that we've been talking about tonight? Uh, I'm stoked to uh, see the show from when I was on with you guys. That was so much fun. Oh, man, I loved it. We had, we yeah. had such a flowing conversation, Gabriel. You bring the heat, that's for sure. Well, <laughs> I, I definitely talk a lot. That's, you're right. <laughs> you traded a Sag out for a Leo, so we're still triple fire here. All right, nice, good call. Uh, fire tribe, I mean, I'm partial. <laughs> What's your sign chance? Oh, I mean, Aries, bro. Yes. Both are. Yes. <laughs> Virtual I want to set like a poll up on YouTube. Just like, what? what's your sun sign? But more people are watching on Rockfin, so that wouldn't be so great. Rockfin, if you're listening, put the poll option in. I know you can do it. Make, a, make an update. Yeah, so also people out there, we'd love to uh, see some more things thrown into our call-in line. I'm thinking I'm about to troll through Jim's meme bank. <laughs> have you have you heard of this, Gabriel? Uh, yeah, it's been great. I've been shooting them all over the place. Yeah, Jim of Masters <laughs> Welcome has uh, a meme bank now. This is one of the best ones since we're watching a live stream right now. This is the, this is the dad joke I mentioned earlier. <laughs> totally picked it. Oh, cool. I'm just going to like 
randomly pull up memes then while we're hanging out. <laughs> they don't have to have any, like, it can be totally non sequitur. <laughs> oh, I okay, think this one's really good. <laughs> got Jim in the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to shout out him. Oh, since we're talking about him, this is a really perfect time for me to bring up. Later tonight, he's doing, a sh- I think it's on his YouTube channel, Jim Maiden. So I'm going to dig it up and link it while you guys keep the ball rolling. But he's doing a thing called Flow State, which is where he's going to read something to us and we're all going to do art. Hmm. The group art party. This is my jam. I'm so excited this is a thing. So I'd love to see more of you people in the live chat there to continue yeah. the community synergy. That'll be good times. I what think you guys I think... like to do for art? You I'm first, sorry. Buffalo. You first. Oh, man. I am, I'm more of like a techie art person. I did go to like film and video production school. So editing like our podcasts and editing different videos and things like that, that's kind of my jam. I got into photography for a while, but I sold all of it to get this podcast stuff. Um, (laughs) But I had a really, I think I had a decent eye for photography. And at one time wanted to be like a Rolling Stone photographer until I realized Rolling Stone's terrible. And then I decided, uh, you know, I'll just, I'll go with the podcast because it seems like the new, new form of art. So it's like digital, it's a little mix, you know? I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, if I'm not mistaken, it's either going to come through Telegram for Jim's flow state thing, or there will be a link to it in this Telegram group that I just posted. And if it seems like we talk yeah. about Telegram a lot and you're not on it, well, that's where we are all day. <laughs> so, like, you, it's the live chat that never ends. Yep. But to say something about what you're talking about, Buffalo, you can make the podcast and art for sure. I love to add flourish to the cover arts or make the outro graphics, things like that. But there's an art to conversation. Yeah. And that type of flow state is just as inspirational as seeing somebody painting. If it's authentic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. I, uh, I hate to reference like Joe Rogan, but that dude has a master at flow and bringing people in and letting them answer the way that they, they like to answer. And he, he gets like the real, the more authenticity, uh, the more authentic part of the person, like he pulls it out of them. And I think that's just what I'm not trying to be like him, but I'm trying to get that flow going with, with our partner, um, Gabriel, who I think is a wonderful dance partner, you know, we, we had that we had that like capoeira flow going, and I think I think that was pretty dope. So it was it was awesome. Yeah, I look forward to releasing it because you guys are gonna love it. Nice. I, if I was gonna come back, I might come back to talk about placenta and aliens. Mm. I have yes. a lot of fusion there. Like, there's so much more after that show we did last week, Gabriel. Um, yeah, man. But let's talk about you. Like, what what is your creative outlet? I probably have asked you this before. <laughs> uh, Making videos right now. Well, yeah. Two th- two things usually get me is uh, I'm either in action or movement. You know, exercise. Uh, Capoeira, of course. Uh, today it was raking leaves. Uh, nice. <laughs> and that's usually my 
first go to. I'm I'm a big endorphin endorphin junkie. Yeah. Uh, but then the other thing I'd really love is uh is po- writing, which right now takes the form of poetry. But eventually, I got. Oh, dude, some... your poems are so good. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, uh, I got I got some books in me too. Someday I got to put those out because yeah, I got some really fun ideas. I feel you there. Yeah, uh, your poems that I've heard, I would love to see more of that. Like I'll, a Gabriel Telegram channel or something where things like that are just shared and uh, archived. Yeah, because yeah, they're like idea. an occult initiation mm-hmm. in a yeah. poem. Every line <laughs> you'd have like go look up what that is talking about if you're not aware. And be like, whoa, mm-hmm. okay, this is super meta. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you, man. Yeah, and you know, uh, our sister Rachel put on a poetry jam this Sunday. Got on there and got to spit a little fire with the people. It was nice. it was good times. Really cool. Maybe I should share that group too. Hers is uh, Sunforge, right? You got it. Yep. Yep. And I think she's going to be doing it again in the future. I'm so stoked that she came. She's going on FRC with you guys. Oh man, we're super excited because she brings her room. It's so funny. She, I was debating between getting into tarot or learning the Elder Futhark, and she does runes. And I thought, what a what a perfect conversation we can have and compare the two methods. And just, mm-hmm. I just want to learn, you know. So. And I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm an empty vessel, like fill me up. So I just want to, <laughs> I just want to take all the information in and then kind of just let it flow through. Yeah. Speaking of runes, there's a really interesting share today in the interverse chat about a rune that corresponded with temperance. And mm-hmm. it was uh, yeah. the 14th rune. I don't know. Do you remember what the actual rune is called? It's Perth, right? Perth. And it's a cup. And it's interesting because it actually refers to like luck and fellowship and initiation. It has a lot of similarities to the idea of the 14th major arcana of temperance. Mm. 14 is a cool number, but Hey, check this out. This is a really perfect meme scavenge for tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Since it's got a Buffalo in it. Google is side quest 1973 successfully laced the National Guard's water buffaloes with LSD. Achievement unlocked in K Ultra. <laughs> oh man. Perfect. How much do you think that that would accomplish a whole lot if we just like doused everybody with it? No, I don't think that's a good move, <laughs> personally. <laughs> no, it's not a good move, but I just like wonder if it would actually accomplish or just make everybody go crazy. I mean, do you really want people that are super in fear to the point that they've got to be like order followers for big daddy to get the HUD overlay of the reality framework (laughs) installed so that they can actually like, Oh, have instant manifestation between inner and outer. I feel like there's a reason why the less coherent your charge is the Mm. weaker your manifestation power is because all you're going to do is put distortion into the field and bring your own executioner and it still happens. It just is slowed down because you're, you know, your light is weaker, so to speak, but this is the trick of any initiatory path is to recognize that the further you go into balance and the temperance path, 
the more immediate the consequences of impurity are in your temple. Temple temperance sound very similar because it's all about the waters that you're balancing are your body temple. And that's the key. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We're mostly water too as well. So that's why it all flows. It's all programmed by our thoughts, behaviors, and actions for sure. For sure. Yeah. I was thinking about how, uh, temperance i haven't read this anywhere so it's not it's unofficial this is strictly my mind churning but it's got that uh temp it makes me mm-hmm. think of not just temperature uh but also uh time mm. and the you know time flows so there is that and and i can make this rabbit hole rabbit hole go real deep real fast but in in my Avengers territory stuff, uh, there was a powerful correspondence with Donald Trump. Yeah. And if you move the R in, in the word temperance, you get Trump Pence. <laughs> and this is this is some far out stuff. Like uh, I did one video and a long judgment time back. Too. Like the idea of Judgment Day is supposed to be heralded with trumpets, trumpets, trumpets. Yes, that's it. Yes, you nailed it, Chance. That's it. That's part of the. That's part of the video I put together was how Trump put in his notice that he was going to run in in June or no, Mm -hmm. excuse me, maybe May. May, It might have been in May, right on the cusp of that uh, judgment card yeah, with the trumpets yeah, blowing, like announcing that he's going to fuck everything. <laughs> come, come and, and fuck with everybody's life. And then, um, and then something else happened. I think when he uh, became officially, you know, the only guy running for it was under the sign of temperance. Mm. And so <laughs> in, in the Avengers tarot, that corresponds with the Civil War card. Mm. Uh, I'm sorry, with the the Avengers episode that was about the Civil War between the Avengers team. Captain America 3. You got it. Bingo. Yeah, you got the list. You got it memorized. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. And um, technically, this gets kind of cool. I did not talk about this in my videos, but... um. Technically, that's when the archer, uh, what's his name? Hawkeye. Yeah, Hawkeye. Hawkeye, he doesn't have a movie, but in that movie, his role is uh, very significant. So you could, uh, you could kind of say that the, he represents Sagittarius, mm. and we're talking about the temperance card in the sign of Sagittarius, and he's the archer. Mm. So, so I could almost give the him that slot, and it would it would translate yeah. to a good degree. This makes me think about why would Hawkeye not get a movie, but they give one to Ant Man? You know. So my thinking here, that's just coming spur of the moment, is that I have had an intuitive sense lately that Sagittarius has been compromised, like on the archetypal plane where the sorcerers are actually directing their mind control more than at us as individuals. 
mm-hmm. that Sagittarius has been a key target for people that have, carry that energy strongly for a variety of reasons, but mainly because it's the seer. Sagittarius sees far. And also, so first of all, you're like, you know, you're leaving out the seer. That's an obvious thing. What Gabriel, I know you have something about the word seer that you recently came up with in an anagram recently, which I want you to mention too. But yep. the Damn. also the archer, the arcus, is the same mm. root word as both yeah. the boat, like the UFOs that are obscured yep. and hidden. We don't get their story. Yep. The the sky boats. Yeah. Arc, arc and then Archon, the hidden rulers. Yeah. So to hide yeah. the, the story of yep. the archer or not give us a story about the archer and for all of the constant, uh, like what I would call cul-de-sacs before the gold mine or even just straight up synchromistic uh, wild goose chases that are left out there for the seer that I bet Alan could tell us all about this. Alan Marcus, <laughs> probably, but there's so many things that the one who sees far and sees connections can get tripped up by right now in the culture that seem like they're just seated there to give people who do like to make connections and see things synchromistically a whole bunch of fodder to chew on Mm -hmm. while actually never leading them to any kind of beneficial end. So like I look at the, the the big circuses, like the written house thing and like astral, (laughs) all of that stuff is just to be like, Hey, look at this. Hey, look at this. And never actually get to the root of, yeah. Where is this coming from? What beings yeah. are actually doing this? Where's the, you know, how is the archetypal plane being influenced by all of this constant barrage of symbolism? So, Whew. yeah, some, <laughs> that's a lot there. So I'll see what that you was think. awesome, Chance. That was fire. <laughs> yeah. So, so Sagittarius, we see we see you, you know, hanging yeah. there. We know it's tough. They, they're putting yep. a lot out there to confuse. We right. need your connecting abilities for sure. Yeah. So I love that you put all that together. That just gave me so many epiphanies in one line, man, one little paragraph. So Hawkeye is the far seer, nice. you know, he's got the Hawkeye. It totally makes sense. Yeah. And so the decode that you were talking about is an anagram for the words, the great reset. Mm. And while you were talking, I had a huge epiphany. That, so the anagram for the great, great Reset from before you said that was Target the Seer. That's right. If you rearrange the letters of the Great Reset, you could spell Target the Seer. Target the Seer. But guess what? Now that you said that, Chance, I'm thinking it's the Target Seer. And what if they were talking about th- this month? what if it was a countdown and now i gotta say this real quick so yeah so yeah something really important is like i want to give all the love and all the respect to these systems that we use you know and a lot of people might get offended that we're attributing these sacred systems to these nefarious fuckers at the top but i (laughs) And I just want to be clear that we're taking that power back. And that's why we're talking about it. We're not giving them the power of it. We're just recognizing the language they use. And we're going to put them on blast so everybody can see these messages and these symbols. So I just want to make that clear that the tarot is holy. And, you know, that's what we're in. We're learning this 
sacred language. And next thing you know, we we're decoding Klaus Schwab's big signal here. <laughs> this, is, this is badass chance. I don't think Klaus has got much actual clout personally. <laughs> I've been finding out more about like, well, who pulls strings beyond that and mm-hmm. the Vanguard company. There's a Bingo. name that most won't have heard of yet. But look into that. And what is a Vanguard? What's Vanguard mean? <laughs> the advanced force of an army, possibly invaders. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But, like, hey, oh, it seemed like Buffalo it seemed like that you were having some kind of mind explosion about the target seer and this time of year. Do you see do you see anything happening in the next, I don't know, few weeks that could be really relevant to uh the best laid plans of mice and men. I didn't, I was, I was vibing on the, on the flipping of the terminology between the target seer or what did you say, Gabriel? The target, the seer target, the seer. And then, but now I'm thinking the target seer. Yeah. That's what, what I was vibing with is that they'll, they'll use this. And that I feel like, you were right. The target seer is really where it's at because I feel like it all coincides with the messaging from these people, like the dark winter and all this kind of stuff. Is it that they are trying to just let us know and, yeah. and we have to pick up on that vibe to protect ourselves because a lot of people are yeah. just going to go with the, pro- with the program that they're getting out. So that's what I was vibing with because I feel like we are, we need to decode these, these kinds of messages because they're not going to come out and say, hey, by the way, you know, um, we're going to make everybody get a cowpoke and cowpokes are going to kill you. Like nobody, nobody's going to say that. What they're going to do is they're going to do it this way because this is the language they know. So we need yeah. to kind of deconstruct all that, break it yeah. down and understand it. And since I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pretty, I'm a beginner at this chance. And I, I learn from what you guys have doing it, been doing because like you've been doing it for incredibly long and Gabriel, you're super humble. I know you said you don't do it. You haven't done it for that long, but I, I vibe with everything that you put out because to me, it's, it's picking up on that frequency that they're that of that message they're, they're giving us. And so that's what I was vibing with, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. What I love about your work gabriel is that it just is constantly opening up possibilities without a dogmatic answer of this is what it is i will repeat it over and over probably forever that why we have to get out a true false yakim boaz (laughs) is because if you're wrong about something in 50 50 you're completely wrong and that's just not nature nature has wiggle room so another possible way of rearranging those words is sear the target as in burn the target. Oh, <laughs> Thanks sure. for that, Toth Mark. That's a good point. <laughs> the seer Great one. Phonetically would be like yeah. to, to burn as well. I'd love um, that. Dang. So dang. another another decode from the from if you drop the and you just do great reset, it is well, you could it's street rage. And, what? And I deciphered that the week before the astro astro <laughs> world. What? And you made but, a good point about the uh, targeting of the aboriginals in yes, Australia yeah. that's happening right now because they're the seers and that probably has to do with their placenta traditions and the same 
goes for in New Zealand with the Maori people mm. who have strong placenta traditions. Yep. Yeah, man. But we put that out last week. It's am- I'm quite sure that, uh, so Dreamtime is, uh, you know, a sacred technology that is passed uh, with- within the, the, the tribal lineages, but it also is connected to the, to the land. And mm. so uh, if anybody didn't catch that placenta clips apocalypse that we did, you know, a lot of those traditions we were talking about are totally in play yeah. in Australia. And I feel like if you think about it, I've said this before that I think sovereignty, uh, uh, wisdom seekers, we poked the bear. And we, I think we've cracked the code a little yeah. too much and they're making a play for, uh, for Australia where this technology is still completely yeah. up and running. Uh, and also I want to point out there is a Perth, Australia. Yeah. Really good point. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I don't yeah. know geographically where that would be in Australia. It's, in terms uh, of where like the heaviest problems are from the yeah false masters but dude i think that you're on to something yeah for sure and uh i think there's a huge opportunity right now all around the world for one of the sacred roles of the divine feminine to be re uh let's say reintegrated which is midwifery and du- yeah. doulas like yeah that, that should be something that a very much larger percentage of people are involved with instead of there being one centralized location that they do all of it all day, every day, like a damn assembly line. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yeah, they're doing medical concentration camps right now in Australia. And, and that also will straight up tell you, it's like, we're doing this, but there's only two confirmed cases right now. And you're just like, (laughs) (laughs) so, and another thing too, about targeting the seer is all the fake like everybody is a seer in that what we accept as reality is generally what we see. And I'll have to like, see if I can dig it up, but there was just a video or not a video, but a screenshot from Austria that was shared around telegram. You know, like, look at all these tens of thousands of people in Austria. And you could, there was two spots of the picture circled where the exact same copy paste yeah. uh, people were in the picture as in, so this was a fake picture. And even that is bizarre. It's like a double reverse too, because couldn't you just put a picture of any large gathering of people and claim it was a protest in Austria and 90% of people wouldn't know <laughs> one way or another if it was the right uh, country or if it was a recent thing. And so everything, <laughs> talking about false reality check, questioned everything on the screen. Yeah. No matter how much boogeyman they tell me is outside and how much tyranny... I still look outside and just like, you know, birds are chirping. I get that I have it good here, but we got to, we got to wonder. And so that's why I really value some of the people in our telegram group that are like from Australia and they can tell me for sure things are happening. I know one Mm -hmm. friend in Canada who had the police come recently to check if they were quarantining in place from having traveled. Like, so I know that the things are happening, but we also got to, I guess, just be aware that so much of what's on the screen is there to rile up a certain reaction. And 
screening screening is not seeing <laughs> no matter how convincing it is yeah chance do you think that a lot of this stuff i know i know that some stuff is happening especially like when you mentioned the the dude from canada where the police came and checked on them and all the stuff in australia but they're i feel like they're amplifying that messaging now because they're really losing this information more like they just can't they can't hold it in are you getting that sense too? Because I feel like there's so much white pill in my life right now. I can't, I can't look back anymore to doom and gloom. Clear pill is what I'm calling it. As in <laughs> no pill, <laughs> no pharma, no pharmacos. I'll let Gabriel, uh, I'll let Gabriel reflect on where we're at right now. And I've got something cooking up. Well, uh, I guess one thing that, seems to always be true is they they can't milk the same goat for too long and eventually the you know those headlines have to shift and so and i just want to point out that while all this torturous behavior around australia um in in my tarot tories work australia corresponds with the season we just left yeah so it has a lot to do with, on the global map, it corresponds with uh, the hanged man and the mm. death cars. Yeah. And we and we officially have left that quadrant of the global map. So maybe some of the pressure will shift. And uh, so right now we've crossed into what essentially is like East Africa and Morocco mm. is the temperance card. Uh, I think they got buffaloes there. I think they do. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. makes me, can I just say yeah. something that popped into my head about, okay, so let's just back up for a second. Gabriel's got a very interesting thesis. I don't know if you originated this or you just put the tarot cards on the Mercator projection world map. Yeah. So this is some original synchro mysticism, yeah. but yeah. Laying out the tarot cards in uh, the wheel of the year of the Zodiac of the major arcana on both the U.S. map. You could probably do it on any smaller geographical region, too. And you'd find yeah. correspondences because it's like it's nested systems of yeah. of bodies or Tauruses. Yeah. But what we've got yep. whenever we put the tarot cards in the proper circle spiral on the classic rectangular Mercator projection is that hanged man slash Scorpio fit into Australia. And mm-hmm. other than the fact that you always take Australia first in a good risk opening game, <laughs> this is chess. Uh, I've noticed that, and other people have pointed this out too, there's so much scorpionic energy yeah. with the dem- democratic governments of what we consider the Western nations. Yeah, And even to the point of, we just recently had, you know, the, November selections for 2021 and that takes place firmly in Scorpio season. So it could be like they are the model for other, what other similar government structures are heading towards. And they do it first because they're in that part of the territories, but probably a better way to look at it just for, you know, to cover our own self and not make assumptions as true that we can't prove is just to say, it's synchro mysticism. So like drawing tarot cards for yourself, you're getting a message out of the way that you're laying out a spread and whether or not any masters out there ever like set up the countries to match these tarot 
tarot cards is probably not the case. It's just that there's a lot of collective consciousness energy in yeah. that rectangular shaped Mercator projection map. Yeah. And consciousness yeah. takes us an archetypal structure when bodies are formed in this reality, they have to adhere to this progression that we call the major arcana in symbolism. Yeah. Otherwise they don't operate correctly. So it's the same reason why a lot of the old temples that were so magical were built with proportions, considering symbolic associations to the human body. Yeah. The very same reason. So all we're doing is just like, or what Gabriel's doing is just finding a way to see how to map these big psychic egregores like the world map to to the archetypal structure and order that our bodies and that the universe that we're in corresponds with yeah yep and you know i remember you guys have pulled the lover's card a couple times in the past couple weeks you've been flashing it you flashed it in a couple shows right yeah that's our card cool I just yeah. pulled this out of the middle of the deck <laughs> since we were talking about it. There we uh, go. There's the death the, card. The, yep, the flower rider. Uh, so temperance has correspondence to that lovers. It's, you know, 180 degrees mm-hmm. from it. Uh, and, you know, what else, Chance? I've been thinking about that number 14 and how. Um, so. You, t- you mentioned it already that we have the 14 phalanges, the 14 yes. pads on our hands. Yeah. And uh, I think that's beautiful because also in uh, Sagittarius is the magician card. Mm. And the magician is holding up one hand. He's He's got his hand <laughs> on a, his wand and he's lifting it up. Yeah. And so he's one hand above. Uh, I see it on the internal, a, a little more central to the arcs. And then mm. I, temperance comes later in the progression. And she is technically, because of the 14, she's the other hand. Ah. So she is like numerically encoded, yes, to represent the hand. Because even one plus four gives you a five. Yeah. However, you know, so many ways to look at this. So she's like the mathematical, the <laughs> matriarchal goddess reflection of that. And the magician, he's the, you know, kind of like Adam, the masculine. He's erect. He's number one. He's holding up the single phallus. And this this goes back to the idea that Thoth was married to Ma'at. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And so the magician is much like Thoth, and Thoth is always holding the stylist, his implement. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and layered and encoded, uh, and I will say beneath him, but she's above, she's also outside of him. She's kind of above him. He might be underneath, but however you want to see it, uh, is the mathematical reflection of things. And that's the part I always point out when Neo goes through apotheosis and he sees the numeric codes on the wall and he realizes panta orithmos, everything is math. And now he can see the divine feminine. He has perfect sight. And uh, yeah, and I love that, you know, much like your painting that you brought out, Chance, with that one hand holding up the word no, 
That's Neo's first word is no. Yeah, that's the massive, that is temperance, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and temperance is like only one hand, not two hands. Not too much, like keeping it 50-50, so to say, you know? Yeah, that's what happened in the one-dimensional human that is being created in this great transhuman reset. It's about taking yeah. away yeah. the word no. <laughs> you don't know that you can say no. It's a big, yeah, it's a big spell. I think Gabriel said that, I believe it was you that said that no is the original N-word. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah, like, exactly I call it right. the lost word. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is, man. It's, it's so powerful. Now I want to pull up that piece of art, so I'll look for that. I think I showed that was unweaving. I showed that piece of art. I think so, yep. I don't show my art enough on my own show, so we'll do that when I find it. Melissa says, also funny how... Five divided in half is 2.5, and 2 plus 5 equals 7, just half of 14. <laughs> math is always fun. <laughs> encourage people to keep thinking and thinking mathematically. That's my app. Yeah. You know, I had a fun thought uh, this week. Uh, can you bring up the temperance card again, the image of it? Oh, sure. It, this it was occurred a really good to... share from Alan in our Telegram yeah. group. Just give me a second. Because it also showed an older version of the card, which I find very interesting yeah. how it has the uh, lion and the eagle, the Scorpio being the yeah. eagle here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the Good lion being call. the strength card, because the lion strength also could be known as lust. It's just like that full blast heat of like, yes, yes, you could say. And then mm-hmm. the eagle in the Scorpio, which is purity which has everything to do with temperance also, which is why like, you know, it comes before in the like letting die, which needs to go type of thing. It comes before temperance in the major arcana order. Yeah. Like the purity requires a higher perspective. That's why Eagle fits for Scorpio, even possibly more than a scorpion. Like I would really prefer if the, the Aquila Eagle that used to be how that sign was conceptualized made a comeback. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Aquila is in the minor decan here, too. The minor decan? It's a minor decan of Sagittarius, I think. Mm. Or maybe it might, it might be in Capricorn. You mean the constellation but... itself? Yeah, Aquila. Yeah. So I've been thinking about wouldn't it be cool if the Watt, oh, there it is. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. This is one of my drawings. Yeah. I like that a lot. Dang. I got posters. It's it's (laughs) kind of got a Kali Ma thing with that tongue sticking out. Is it a tongue or is it like, uh, maybe it's a tongue, maybe it's not. I don't even know if it's a tongue, honestly. (laughs) It could be a hanged man. could be eating a hanged man. (laughs) Could be like a weird uh, beard, like gym beard, <laughs> red red soul patch. I don't know, but there it is. I drew that. 
I, love I get it. down with markers. Awesome. Tonight, I will finish a project I started in August. And then I'm going to maybe start something new during Jim's flow state, which I'm really looking forward to. I hope to see a lot of people there. And I've got a call in from Gordy. Oh. Hey. Thoth, Thoth Mark says, now you're getting into some of the information I presented on my Ophiuchus and Scorpio video. Mm. And yeah, I've definitely been fascinated with that serpent, eagle, um, those two constellations being in what we now associate with the Scorpio, Scorpion. Because it really is like higher mind controlling or tempering the yeah. animal pleasures, animal senses, yeah. which then paradoxically actually makes the animal body feel more pleasurable. <laughs> it's, it feels better in the body with temperance. But yeah, okay, let's hear this. Uh, Gordy left us a quickie. <laughs> I'm kind of leaning to towards that uh, we, as a collective, men of this community need to do a collective haka. In yeah. Of the natives in that part of the world. Yeah. Might uh, send them some um, good magic. Yeah. And what's a haka, Buffalo? Haka is, uh, I believe, uh, what the people, the native people of New Zealand do. It's part of their, um, it's it's a like a divine masculine dance, but it's scary as fuck if you're on a warrior on the other side. Um, one of my one of our close friends that we that that they're still in California. His name is Dwayne. He's an awesome guy from New Zealand originally. He is like you know a native New Zealander, and he talks about how in battle they were told that the haka would just strike fear into their enemies and they do this masculine dance bringing forth their you know masculine power and then a lot of times they will just cause their faces to just go and they just try and make it that, that <laughs> kind of destroyer frightening look it's beautiful oh, yeah it's beautiful oh yeah the man dance i tell you what Good call, Gordy. Mm-hmm. I think we should. Yeah, so we're all going to do this on a Zoom call with each other. Is that what <laughs> it is? Down. Will you I set that down. up, Gordy? I'm I'm totally in. <laughs> Aim for we got to learn the moves first. You know, it's like it's got to be a little coordinated. Yep. And you, uh, you know, coming from the Capueta perspective. Yeah. Uh, one thing that is highly valuable is preserving those cultural expressions. Yeah. And if they're, you know, if they're making a, a grab on that region of the world, then, you know, we need to big up the old ways and do whatever we can to preserve it. Yeah. And it vibrates through the land, says JLo. Yeah. Nice. You know nice. why? It's because we are the land. Yeah. <laughs> Some people say they couldn't hear Gordy on the call. Sorry about that. I think if you do call in, just try to speak up real loud because I'll check on my side if there's something I could do better to make it louder. But I'm a you know self-taught amateur <laughs> over here. <laughs> and as far as I can tell, Telegram's at the same volume as my speakers are, so I don't know what I can do about it. Anyway production stuff aside that's neither here nor there so 
Buffalo, you still haven't shuffled that deck. I know. I still haven't shuffled it yet. I I don't know what I'm waiting for. I feel like I just, it'll tell me when it's right. You know? Start uh-huh. shuffling. Um, this is super embarrassing, but I need to run over to the best restroom. Usually I can make it through, but I just drank a kombucha soda and it just shot right through me. So <laughs> you guys hold it down for me. All right. For sure. Should right I, on. should I, uh, should I just shuffle it now? What should I do? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, let's ask Chance if he's got any, uh, he's actually the person. Yeah, I know you asked me on when I was on your show, is, uh, I had some ideas, but let's see what Chance has to add to it. Cause he's, uh, he's opened more decks than any of us probably. I know the, um, every time you kept talking while we were having our conversation, and I just kept pulling up the cards and trying to understand what each card means. The mm-hmm. I'm I'm so bad with like zodiacal sim- symbolism. I'm so bad okay. with it, and so I yeah. feel like I really I'm the type of person that I need to read. I need to like watch a video. I watched your video, so I'm like, okay, I'm 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 on my way there, but I'm not uh-huh. quite there, and I feel there are some people that I'm being called to do, you know, a pull for, and just to see what's kind of in store for them. Some people that we have in California and for myself and for family, Mm -hmm. but I, I'm so uncomfortable with the (laughs) responsibility of supplying the information to them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Well, like, what do you say about it? Gabriel, that your aunt told you your relationship to the cards. You know, yeah. I think everyone could benefit from their relationship to the cards. Not all of us have to be like the divination guy for other people. Yeah. I kind of like it, but I mean, I've been into cards for, dang, since like 2013, Damn. maybe 2014, probably, yeah, 2014 to be accurate. Mm-hmm. So like, I didn't start offering it as a service until largely this year i mean i did some of it here and there but mostly just for myself or for friends so there may come a day where you're called to do that i don't know what you guys are just talking about while i visited the boys <laughs> room but i just came in like i, I got things to say <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but buffalo was wondering about what's a good way to honor the cards before you shuffle them for the first oh. time oh i got a i got something for that and it's really just about making you feel like you're doing something right. The cards are yeah. an inanimate object. So <laughs> you're the one that's animating them. But what I sometimes do, and I heard this from Joel Rafiti, the Terascopes guy. I did a Terascope session with him. And at the end, he pulled the card for me on a question. And, oh, man, it was the hard answer. Uh-oh. But it was like, it was the, <laughs> oh man, it was hard, but. Man, it was like basically like, you're right, Chance, the life change that you're even wondering about, you need to make the change. And that's why you're even asking the question. But (laughs) it's a romance related card. And I drew (laughs) or he drew for me the uh, Empress reversed. And I was like, okay, Ah! yep. (laughs) That's a very direct answer. Very direct answer. But what he does before is you ask the person their full name and date of birth, or if he already knows it, he states that. And he Mm -hmm. says, 
we're asking the universal oracle for the answer to such and such as question born on this date. So really dialing in the unique vibrational frequency of the person as much as possible. And you could do like part of that or that whole thing. Okay. And to just, yeah. that could be your way of like, this is now opening the space and now this is, the, this is really happening, you know? Yeah. So just say, I, I'm asking the universal Oracle or ask higher self or ask, you know, the life force energy of all creation or great mystery, call it what you will, yeah. but just, you know, that's a good way to do it as a example, but it's your way is the best way at the end of the day. No yeah. wrong answers. I, I love all of that chance. That's great. That's, that's so, a good handoff. So, yeah. you know, what I was thinking about is the fact that, so it's kind of cool that we're, in the temperance card and having this conversation yeah uh big time um and so i i think some of my next videos are going to be talking about uh the right brain versus the left brain and i have two books that i've read and i often i always cite them simultaneously because the information from one leads into the other and i'm not sure which one i'm quoting here or getting into but the two books are chalice and the blade okay and alphabet versus the goddess Ooh. yes these are such good books they're such good books and there's so much to learn like a lifetime of learning from just those little doorways but what i'm getting at is that Right now, your deck is in order. Yeah. yeah. And everybody should take some time and read the nine definitions of the word order from an old dictionary. <laughs> uh, you know, it means like the brotherhood, like the Knights Templar yeah. kind of order. It also means public silence, mm -hmm. as in when the judge is slamming his hexen hammer, Malleus Maleficarum, He's telling you, shut the fuck up public. <laughs> and if you, if you listen to him, then by default, you're saying I'm in the public. So the best thing to do is speak out right away afterwards and say, I am not public. Let it be known that, the, that your orders do not apply to me. But anyway, I'm getting off track. It, <laughs> al it also means any of the nine heavenly realms. Mm. Is that it, Chance? You got it pulled up, huh? Let me see if I can see it. There's so many definitions to the word order. I, I yeah. don't know. This is like one of the bigger pages on here. Pretty wow. huge. It's an, it is really something to just wrap your head around. All the implications of that one word. Uh, and this right here is kind of what I'm getting at. It's so good that we're doing this. So right now your cards are in order. Yeah. Which means uh, the... The meaning is predictable. And, you know, if you were a card counter, you could almost pull the exact card you intend to. But as soon as you shuffle them, yeah. they go out of order. Yeah. And this is, I believe, going from the uh, from the from the left brain where everything is orderly. Most of us are right handed and we want things to be in the right order. Yeah. Well, as soon as you shuffle them, the cards go into the other dimension. Yeah. And that is the, your right brain. The, and this. They become Schrodinger's yeah. deck. Is it <laughs> Bingo. Bingo. You got it. 
And so, yeah, it is. It's a crucial moment because we're, I, I think of it as crossing into, uh, uh, I, it's, I'll just say your left brain. I don't like to associate gender with one side of the brain or the other, yeah. but in the occult, from the traditional orders of the brotherhood, they mm. would say, when you shuffle them, they go into the divine feminine. And that has a lot mm. to do with those two books that I was talking about, that uh, masculine, right brain dominance. Yeah. It's all about spelling things in order. And if yeah. we can't ex- if we can't explain how the tarot deck works to a person who's so left brained, uh, it's because they don't have enough right brain to understand. Exactly. The- yeah. Exactly. I'm Another glad fun that thing makes to do is play solitaire with your tarot deck to put it back in left brain order and give your left brain a chance to look at it all, but in a way where it's methodically completing a task which helps it yeah. take in the information that it's seeing. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I did that before bad. the Michael Wan episode. I played tarot solitaire. <laughs> it's really pretty fun, actually. That's cool. Kind of bring, yeah, bringing them back. Oh, that's really cool. Man, yeah. I'm still new to this. So like all these ideas are like, I need to do that. That's a idea. <laughs> and the whole point of it was just for fun, but also like, to what you're saying, it seems that maybe there's something to it that's useful. Yeah. I love that. I like that balancing of the left and right brain and the masculine and feminine because everybody has masculine and feminine. And me personally, I think, you know, this probably isn't the first life I've lived here. I think we're all familiar with uh, reincarnation. And who knows, we probably lived masculine and feminine lives. So I think that we're just striving for that balance. So I love that. I love that, Gabriel. Yeah, in the mythology, humanity was not too gendered. And then apparently Zeus hit us with a lightning bolt and struck us down the middle. Yeah. Yep. That's so true. And there comes the placenta. Ah. (laughs) Uh, You know, a couple of interesting points on that, that. So... Seth to KV is the trust that is set up when you get that birth certificate, mm. that BC birth certificate. And Sesta means basket. Mm. And if you look into it, even se- it's spelled like Sestui. It's kind yeah. of Italian. Yeah. But in if you just give it the Spanish translation, it's Sesta, which means basket. But it also means Sista. It's you know in your sistership, uh, your sistership. <laughs> yeah, I think it has to do with Noah when Noah was put in a basket, yeah. sent downstream, and he lost his birthright. Well, I think the maiden who put him in that basket might have been somebody's sister from the yeah. from the pot line. Yeah. So the sesta and basket and birthright. It's it's all making sense. You put the placenta on every story, and you're just like, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. One thing that's come to me about placenta today, actually, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was that everything that's created in the realm has its opposite innately existing. It must. So, in that sense, you know, your divine guardian or your Holy guardian angel, your spiritual twin, your spiritual opposite, your anima, your animus, it has to exist. And right. if 
life is this fractal of toroidal fields nested within each other, larger and smaller up the scale of dimensions infinitely. Yep. And that really you never left the matrix because a matrix is a womb and everything is wombs. And when you die, you just jump out another Vesica Pisces vagina portal into <laughs> <Yeah>. another life. <laughs> yeah. That means that even right now, while we're in this realm, walking around and we're like, well, look, we're grown up men and a spiritual dimension of scale beyond what we can perceive right now. We're in a womb with our placenta right now. It, yeah. We never left it. And so it's just the storyline yeah. storyline that has a defined beginning and end, which is your birth date, leaving out completely the time that you were in the womb as being a part of who you are, leaving out that your origin point is undefined, which is why it's infinite or godly. Your origin is godly. Nobody knows exactly when no witness conception was, even if you know the day, you still don't know the moment. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So That's all cool. of the storylines that have a beginning and end are fiction in that they're conceptual. Yeah. And they're a con. Yeah. If you let them be used yeah. that way. They have their value. It's obviously important the moment that you first popped into this realm and entered the new world. There's divinatory value to that. Yeah. And it's a reflection of your uniqueness. But to believe that that's your alpha point and that your death is the omega point is a false reality that we need to check. Yeah. We never we never started and we never yeah. ended in truth yeah. what we really are. And we never left our twin or our holy guardian angel. Yeah. We're still in that amniotic sac with it right now. And it's just amnesia that let us forget that. And yeah. so we can always connect to it. That's why I think like just knowing that you have this connection it's like, don't be scared that you're, you don't know what happened to placenta. Just reconnect with it. Just make yeah. the, set the intention. If you want to do a ceremony for it, do a ceremony for it. Yeah. But yeah. knowing's half the battle. Big yeah, time. Yeah. Okay. Right. That was my vibrant for the night. <laughs> digging it, brother. Digging it. So I was thinking about the temperance card has that arrow pointing up and uh, yeah. I read I read up on it in you know one interpretation yeah. that I came across was the square represents the earthly mundane realm and the triangle represents being a human humanity hmm. but I kind of wonder if the arrow pointing up is kind of makes the water seem like it's flowing in reverse not down hmm. into the bottom cup but magically being lifted into the top cup uh, which is kind of cool because uh, that kind of lends to my idea that the you know our daemon ages in reverse, and the time on the other side is coming at us from a reverse direction from the future. Yeah. Uh, Venus rotates in the opposite direction, so mm -hmm. the sun rises in the west in Venus, um, and all these things probably are related uh, to some degree. Um, but yeah, this is a great, uh, and we've been talking about temperance since last week. So it's like super significant that this is episode number 14, right on time. Buffalo's got a deck. He's never shuffled. Let's do it. Come on, draw, draw temperance. It's on. The pressure's on. Draw the 14 card. <laughs> oh, man. I feel like my deck doesn't even have temperance. <laughs> 
you have an equivalent. <laughs> you know, the yes. weirdest thing about the water going up, I think is cool mm -hmm. because we have to balance the idea of gravity or density or sinking. What do we got? To say alchemy, that's temperance. Did you alchemy. just draw that randomly or did you look for it? I look for it. I look for okay, it. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should have played it off like you just pulled it out, hot hands. But you know, I, oh, now I, trust I can't play it off. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, like we balance out the idea of gravity, density, mm -hmm. sinking with uh, levity. Like yeah. that's what's left out of this whole yeah. entropic universe model. Yeah is that actually there's such a thing as harmony and levity and that when two notes come together that are in the right key that are keys for each other, there's a third overtone. Yeah. yeah. Energy is seemingly pulled out of the ether. Yeah. That is about resonance. So that's uh, maybe the idea of temperance is that if you properly temper your will and your what your perspective is looking at, then you'll see that, not only is everything always falling apart, but also everything is always coming together mm. at the same time. And so, yeah. yeah, you could look at the waters flying up the cup too, but can you, can we make that big, the, the alchemy card that you just showed? I think it looks like that, Gabriel. I think you're right. I think it looks that way kind for of, sure that the water's yeah, going up, yeah. not down. Yeah. Let's make Buffalo. And on the record for less, tonight a more challenging but, deck and you weren't audible sorry buddy i took us off screen oh it's all good am i good yeah yeah you're good now oh, oh i got a little echo on my what was the other book you mentioned alphabet versus the goddess and what chalice and the blade i've been in the rockford chat someone wanted to know there you go I got a little echo. I'm going to jump out and come back. Okay, we're about to wrap up, too. All right. Well, in that case, much love, Buffalo. Much love, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us, Gabe. Always welcome to come back. You're the man. Much love, everybody. Yeah, looking forward to tonight. Hope I see everybody there. Flow State. Yep, I got a, I got a voicemail from Jim about Flow State. So I'm going to play that. It's about a minute. Speaking of the brain and the right and left side, mm. I've got a new project I'm starting tonight called Flow State. Nice. Um, when you're listening to a story or a narrative, the left-hand side of your brain is active. Mm -hmm. And when you're creating, yeah. you know, drawing, sculpting, painting, knitting something, the right side of your brain is active. And when both hemispheres of your brain are active at the same time, you achieve flow state. So that's what this project is. I'm encouraging everybody at home to join me and make something artistic and listen to me and other people reading bits of maybe their favorite literature or books that seem interesting. It should be fun. Uh, that's tonight on the Weaving Spiders Welcome Channel in two hours at 8 o'clock Pacific time. Thank you very much.
Hey, thanks for the plug there, Jim. I will link the Weaving Spiders Welcome YouTube channel for anyone that doesn't have it. There. I love Weaving Spiders. It was great to join you guys last week. Yeah, that was a great one. Episode 56. Yeah, um, so I'm posting this Weaving Spiders Welcome YouTube channel. There, okay, there it went. And let's maybe start wrapping this thing up. I mean, no rush. Is there any thoughts left uh, dangling chads there on your end, Buffalo? No. I think when I get my deck shuffled, I'll share my first read on our Telegram. And um, you did mention Awakened Slaves earlier. And mm. uh, I think what I want to do with that show is bring the Divine Masculine back because uh, we need it, man. We're, uh, we're, we're off course big time. Oh, yeah, I didn't mention that that's actually a whole new thing you're starting. You want to talk about that more? Yeah, so uh, Legs is going to do Vacation Forever. That's her show with Izzy, our pup. And she's going to talk more about like wildlife and things like that that are relevant to her. And my show, Awaken Slaves, is, uh, we'll probably be streaming on Rockfin only. And I just want to focus on bringing that Divine Masculine back because I feel like a lot of our... Um, examples that we got growing up weren't really good examples <laughs> and we weren't really given the actual uh roadmap to being men we have we have kind of like a stunted adolescence in our generation and one of the things that really clicked with me is actually uh cheney brought it up and in our episode with cheney um she talks about how she just imagines all the women collectively around the sacred fire doing their dance doing their spiritual work and just men like us on the outer ring protecting them and making sure that the process takes place and the connection takes place and so i i, I feel that i i really vibed with what she had to say so i want to bring that back and kind of reconnect our manliness you know do the haka maybe maybe we can include that gordy and um just kind of get collabs from all the men in our community i think it'd be pretty cool yeah, man, I feel that hardest thing. I think that divine masculines finally may be learning on the the big collective is that protect yeah. don't mean control. <laughs> exactly, because that's where the whole impetus to control came from. Was like, we're just trying to keep you safe. We're trying to make sure no bandits get you, but you know, everything's uh, the will of the cosmos or the great mystery the spirit of creative intelligence and life force energy. So not that we shouldn't play the role of protector, but that also, that doesn't mean we got to control exactly. what comes through or what the feminine can do. So the other thing about Jim's flow state though, if you ever have trouble doing your chores, listen to podcasts while you fold your laundry and while you do your dishes, if you need, if you need to, because that's like really accurate that giving your right brain something to take in and your left brain, some busy work to do. It is major flow state kicker. Super good. But that sure. sounds awesome. Uh, let me also link your stuff in the, I mean, it's in the show descriptions, but we link false reality check website and Rockfin in our live chats while we kind of wind our way down and you can go find out how legs is magical. Lindsay stuff is going. I'm going to pop in right, right while she's meditating. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm just checking on you. Are you safe? I'm protecting you. <laughs> yeah. 
Man, yeah, it's super fun that we got to hang out. Definitely, anytime you want to call in and join us on a Vibrant, sometimes just do so. Definitely same goes for legs. Sure. Thanks, everyone, for listening tonight. We got really good things coming up. Uh, next Interverse episode, because I'm sure it'll happen. I'll go ahead and announce it. Mark from My Family Thinks I'm Crazy coming on nice. Interverse. Going to nice. talk Giants and Tartaria. It's going to be a good time, so watch out for that. And yeah, we'll catch you all later. I guess we're going to wrap it up. Much love. Thanks, Chance.